0: Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. I'm your host, Lisa Kosky, an attorney who became a mediator. I work to guide couples through their divorce with as much ease as we possibly can. I know that this can be a very scary time for people. And the purpose of this podcast is to take the fear out of divorce and to teach people that there is a better way to do it. And if you have kids, you know that the best thing you can do for them is to be a united front. We're so happy that you're here. You are going to love the upcoming episode of Doing Divorce Different. It's so good. We're still talking about how do you know when it's time to move on, time to get a divorce, and... Um, The thing that's so cool is we look at what we've learned from our experts. You know, Dr. Dwayne Welch talked about there needs to be abuse, addiction, or adultery. Brian Burns talked about the four steps to know. So we're going to talk about those and go over those, but we've got a special treat where Kim Geiken, my client who became a mediator, talks about how that resonates with her and how she knew, and it's very different. And she's got some really insightful ideas on um, some of the information we've received in the past. So stay tuned, it's a great conversation. You're gonna love it. Hi, I just wanted to get in here and tell you about my Parenting Plan course. It can help you no matter where you live and what stage of the divorce you're in or how you're going through the divorce or maybe even if you're already divorced or were never married. This parenting plan is here to help you parent together even if you're not together because we all know that that is what is best for our children. We can actually mitigate the damages that having separate parents causes children by working together. So start now, go to lisakoskey.com. Check out my online course. It's going to save you time and money whether you're working with a mediator attorneys or collaborative law attorneys, you together can have this piece of your paperwork completed on your own through my online course. Check it out now. Welcome, friends. Thank you for joining us today. We are talking about that juicy issue again about how do you know when it's time to actually move forward with the divorce. And I'm so thankful that I've got Kim here today, the lovely Kim Geiken, because she's going to, she always is so good. You're a mediator, but you've also been through the process. So you are going to help listeners see how this applied to you and your situation. And kind of what I wanted to do, because just last week, we had Brian Burns on, and he did a really great job of talking about how to, how to make the decision. And that's kind of his forte. He helps people decide whether it's time to move forward with the divorce or to stick it out through a marriage. So I'm going to talk about him. Before I get there, I also talked to that expert, Dwayna Welch, and she talked a lot about dating. She was a, a Dr. Dwayna Welch, and she kind of talked about the three A's. Abuse, addiction, and adultery. And she said her idea was kind of like the only time you should get divorced is if one of those is there and not just a one time thing, but it's happening more than once. And she really believes in marriage and thinks that you can always make it work if you work together. Um, and that, you know, we believe in marriage too. And we know that it's hard work. Um, I don't know if it's that clean cut. And I kind of liked how Brian, you know, go back and listen to episode 29 the last week because he, it is really good. But he kind of talks about, I put it, made it into four steps about to begin, know yourself and know, am I willing to change and grow to make the marriage work. Mm-hmm. So that take that as your first step. Sit down quietly. Think about that. And maybe even like write it down. I feel like writing down helps me so much. So then after you kind of do that and know yourself, then check in with your spouse. Are they going to be willing to change and grow? So you've got it because it's going to be both of you. So that's step number two. And then um, for the third step, he said, if it's new, give yourself like six months to sit with it and be your best self, like clean up your lane. And I think um, talking back to Ben from the Our Happy Divorce podcast, he talked about how he went and cleaned up his lane and then um, was able to really evaluate and work together with his um, ex-wife Nikki. So I think if you can work on yourself for six months and and um, and reevaluate it after that, and then number four is to just know that you've done your best and to be comfortable that you've done everything, and then follow your gut because this is about you. No one else can tell you. The thing that I loved about Step 4 is I listened to Susan Guthrie and Kate Mm -hmm. Anthony a lot, and they had a podcast on. And Kate Anthony, she's so good. You should check her out too. Um, She was talking about how it feels so good to know that you did everything that you could do to make it work. And then she also talked about how her and her ex spouse, when they were married, they worked so hard on their marriage and they learned how to communicate so well that it kind of made the divorce a breeze, (laughs) you know, because they had learned all these skills. So, I mean, those are kind of, and there's so many, um, different things you can look at, but I think, um, it's a good starting point. And Kim, when I think about your story, and if anyone wants to know your story, then we go <laughs> all the way back to the first episode, it's a good one. Is so this 30? Really- right, Lisa? This is 30. You're wow. so good. I know. It feels Dang. like it just started and like it's been here forever. Yeah. So and it's just like COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. But so Kim, I was thinking about you and and a lot and especially in what Brian was saying um and i think that and you correct me if i'm wrong and step in but it seemed like you knew yourself and you were willing to change but maybe you didn't see that your spouse was am i right or wrong
1: um i think he would have if he had the capacity to do it i think he was so overwhelmed with the thought of getting a divorce that I don't know that he had the capacity to really self-evaluate. And on the flip of that, I, I can't say he did anything wrong. I will say that we were young when we got married and I think we just grew at different paces Um. And I think Brian said it, and I've heard it over and over again, too. If you don't grow together, you grow apart. And that's really the only two things that you can do. And I do hate saying, like, oh, we were young. We didn't, you know, know what we were doing. But, you know, we were, by all intents and purposes, adults and made an adult decision. And I never went into it that if it didn't work that we would get divorced. It never even entered my mind when i was getting married and i don't think most people do think yeah. that um
0: i think they do sometimes on second marriages and that's another thing that can kind of sabotage yes. those second marriages because you start acting as if you're you don't you're so so afraid that it's not going to work that you kind of bring it upon yourself
1: mm-hmm. i think you aware of it. it definitely and and the divorce rate, I think, on second marriages is higher than yes. first marriages, which is interesting because I think I think people if they if that happens to them on a second marriage, nobody goes into that either. Like, I don't want to go through a divorce again. Like that is when I don't wanna do that. Um, but I also think that people if it were to come to that point, they think, well. I made it alive with the first divorce. I can do it this time too. And I just want to be happy And that. I hate, I don't want to say it's the easy way out because it's not the easy way out. No matter if it's a good divorce, a bad divorce, like there's nothing good about it. You're still, you know, tearing families apart. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to do it twice, twice. Uh, Divorce. I would get married again. I know. I, <laughs> I would get married again. I, I, I liked being married, Um, and in our case too. I, what you had just said, mentioned earlier about you know working so hard, working on yourself, and if you've both given it all, you know, put in the effort to make it work, and it, I wouldn't have had to do anything and he would have stayed. Like he would have just swept it under the rug and I would have, I could have stayed. I would have definitely had a lot of resentment because it would have been all on me to just push away all my feelings and all my wants just for the sake of keeping the peace with everybody. And that, is what I ultimately, I'm like, that is so unfair to me. It's unfair to my kids. It is unfair to him because I'm not giving it my best effort of being a wife if I'm going to resent him for not changing. And if he didn't want to change, that's fine. That's his personal choice. Um, And I had gone to counseling and for probably six months before, um, on my own, because I, of course, was like, what's wrong with me?
0: Right. There is no
1: abuse. There wasn't adultery. There wasn't right. addictions. Thank so, you
0: for bringing that up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah
1: there, there wasn't, you know, quote unquote, the, the red flags to get out. It was just, I remember I would go on like so many walks and, you know, like do these deep thinking and I I can remember thinking the thought of being retired with him, like terrified me because I'm like, what are we going to do? Like, we don't have anything in common. We don't like, he's my friend. Like, he still is my friend. I'm lucky to have that relationship with him. But as far as like wanting a retired life with him, like that terrified me.
0: You know, and Kim, as I'm sitting here listening to you, okay, so what it kind of sounds like is that deep connection was missing. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's what we all yearn for. We want to connect. And when you were saying that you were growing and he was growing a different way, then you lacked that and Mm -hmm. it was hard and you can't get that back on your own. Is that kind of, do you think Mm -hmm. what it was? Because I think Brian, too, talks about how marriage is a beautiful thing that just kind of makes us better people because we connect with someone and learn and grow. And, you know, why in your situation you grew apart? Mine, I got married kind of young. I mean, I've been and I'll be 30 years in February. Um, and sometimes he's like, "Oh my gosh, would you just quit growing? Can we just sing it for <laughs> a little while and enjoy?" It? But um, you know why? Why we were able to kind of grow in the same rhythm? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish I did because I'd like to share that with the world. I do know one thing I learned. Um, so we're, we're not really Catholic anymore. We're Christians. But we had to go through these Catholic courses before we got married. Mm-hmm. One thing that they said is that couples who prayed together every night only had a 2% divorce rate. Wow. Now, we haven't done it every night, but we're getting back to being better about praying together. So I don't know. Maybe, and maybe, Kim, that speaks to that connection.
1: I would have that's what I was going to say that it is in a, probably an intentional moment in time that you make for each other. Yep. And that could be a prayer or yep. just a, a check-in with each other. Um, however you want to label that if you're not religious or a Christian or, right. or whatnot. But I think the, um, it's an intention to have a connection and to put it first.
0: You know and it is important
1: to um, set aside date night and um, to just check in with each other. You know, a lot, what is you know? I mean, how many marriages break down because of communication?
0: I mean, almost
1: all of them, of them. yeah, and and men and women just work so different. You know, I'm in um, a new relationship now, and it's new, but, like, there's still definitely a distinct difference for how a man's brain works compared to the chaos of a female (laughs) brain. And I have to – he's very good about calling me out on that in a a nice way, and that's good. I need that. I need somebody that's, like – it's fine. Like the things get done, but females just are, aren't wired to compartmentalize like men do. Yep. Um, like my 12 year old son even told me women have spaghetti brains and men have waffle brains. They just put <laughs> in boxes and women, it's just a string of.
0: Yeah, that's hilarious. That would be spiral. a good topic for a future. How, yes. how men and women and to, and to help assist with that communication. So Kim, would you say the number one reason that you made the decision? Do you remember the day that you made the decision?
1: Um, gosh, I don't know that. I don't think I do. Okay. I feel. Okay. Well, I will tell this. So we were on, and I may have talked about this before. So I apologize, listeners, if I have. <laughs>
0: You're good. You're always- um,
1: when we were in Mexico and we were there with a group of friends and the, uh, he and I were walking through like a garden. It was like over a pool and, you know, it's Mexico, so it's beautiful flowers and whatnot. And we had passed an older couple, somebody probably in their 60s or 70s and they walked past us and they were holding hands and there was this loud voice that just in my head that said that will never be you guys
0: wow and
1: i i remember on that trip being grateful that like all of our friends were there because it was kind of a distraction um because we just he's a very content person and overall a quiet person, but I never felt like we would have long engaging conversations really. So it was, most people are like, I just want to go on vacation with my spouse. Mm-hmm. And that at that moment in time terrified me. Cause I'm like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? And then your mind gets like out of control right? and you start obsessing on things. But it, it really hit me like a ton of bricks at that time in Mexico. And then it was the following year that our divorce ended up being final. So, um, and I feel like there was talk prior to going to Mexico, like, you know, I think that there's some issues here and concerns and um, I think he was just trying to kick the can down the road for as long as he could just so that nothing had to change. And that was harder for me um, because I was looking at it as this isn't going away. There is a problem. So do you care or not? Because, and he did, but also he doesn't like to do things out of his comfort zone. So So
0: maybe he didn't do the hard work he needed him to do. And it's yeah. okay. I know you love him, and I know yeah. you don't want to say anything bad about him, and I don't want to put you in that position.
1: Yeah, no, he he's he did. I think the best that he could yep. for how he knew how to.
0: Did you find that when you when he knew that you really wanted to move forward with the divorce? You probably had talked about it. Did he real? Did he try to do everything he could at that point, or no? Just no. That one?
1: Not that I think he felt so helpless. Um, you know, like, what am I supposed to do? Because your mind is already made up. And when we had gone to counseling, uh, that the one counselor had said, like, well, these are your options, basically. And I know it sucks, but it only takes one person to right. divorce or leave or whatever. And and that's so true. And it's harsh to say it like yeah, that. Yeah, it is hard. Um, because you, in an ideal situation, you're like, yep, this isn't working. So let's just cut our losses and you it's both can move on. But very it's rare. Rarely,
0: very, yeah. rare. I mean, yours is one of the best.
1: Well, and he, no. he wouldn't have, he still didn't want it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't want, and nobody wants to do that to their kids. Nobody, Mm -hmm. it's hard for everybody. Nobody wants to disappoint their families and their friends. And, um, it is, it's not easy for any party involved. So I was lucky I had a good divorce, but it certainly isn't fun. I mean, I, I can look back on the other side. I do feel happier. Um, I, I mean,
0: this is pretty quick because how long has it been?
1: Uh, just over two years.
0: Yeah. I mean, it takes a while to be able to look back and go, oh, I'm so thankful that I did that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you things are definitely more of a challenge as, you know, just living. Yeah, you know, You're not better off. You've said it before, too. Nobody's better off financially when you mm-hmm. get divorced. Um, typically, I guess, in most situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, there's definitely hiccups, but I don't have the I like coming home again. That that was also an indication I had um never really wanted to be around when we were married. And that's not fair to my kids, or it wasn't. Right. So you're always trying to occupy yourself. And I always felt some way like I had to. I always felt like I had to be the one taking care of the family and looking out for us as a whole. So that was also a big part for me. I did not feel um, he was happy to do what I asked him to do, but I didn't see him like actively participating in I'm just going to say, like figuring out anything financially. That's a big thing oftentimes with couples. We never fought about money. That was never the issue. I just felt like it was always on me to figure everything out instead of having, you know, conversations about things like our future, you know, retirement things, just day-to-day life. The kids sports.
0: And now he probably has a really good opportunity to grow because- now he's doing it, and you know, even with the kids, you're not together. He's got them by himself, you know. So I'm sure that he is growing now after this. I mean, yeah, I think
1: he'll grow at the rate that he allows himself to, mm-hmm. um, and that that is on him. I definitely i can, I can sympathize with uh, you. And what your husband was telling you, yeah, slow down. Um, I get that. I, I think there's a lot of women like that. I, you tell your husband he's not the the only yeah. husband. I'm sure that's feeling like that. Um, yeah. But I think a lot of women are just hungry to grow. We
0: are. It's time. Yeah. Empower women.
1: <laughs> I know. And there's so much information out there now. It's like a really good time if you want to do something with your life. Like, I, it's a really good time to put yourself out there and make some changes if you want, if, if you've got the energy to do it.
0: Because the resources are there and mm-hmm. there are resources to help you get the energy to do it. So, no. yeah, there, there really is. So, Kim. This is so helpful. I love like being able to talk to you about what I hear from the experts mm-hmm. because it it puts it in perspective and it makes it real. And I'm sure it's kind of hard for you because you're like, well, I didn't have that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't follow those that outline that that doctor gave, you know. Which is interesting. It, it is interesting. seems like a very,
1: um, and I'm sure she's experienced and you know sees the percentages and whatnot, but it seems like a very old school way of thinking. Um well that- and I
0: think that she does always add, you know, make sure she look you are an individual, just because mm-hmm. this is how it is for everyone. And I think, you know, maybe if we can start to get better about being married and communicating and making sure that that second marriage is successful. Mm-hmm. maybe things will will start to to get better. Um, yeah, she just she has found in her studies that p- married people are happier. Than unmarried people is, I think, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I can't remember exactly, before, <laughs> but something like that. And so she just feels like if you can work on it and get it out, you'll be happier than, unless one of those three things are there, you'll be happier. But I mean, to your point and to what Brian and other experts have said, marriage is a connection, you know, mm-hmm. it's growing, it's becoming a more beautiful human being yourself and together, I think. Yeah.
1: Um, it, humans are wired for connection. I, yep. I think everybody, you know, like I had said it before, you know, I was ha- ha- I'm happy on my own. I can do things on my own, but it's definitely more fulfilling and more fun to have somebody that you enjoy being around and can have a conversation with. That's, I mean, that's invaluable, too. Yeah. And I've also I've always wondered, like when I was going through the process and, you know, I I look around my extended family and majority of them are married 50 plus years. And I always wondered, like, gosh. Did I what was wrong with me that I didn't stick it out? Because I could have that would have been easier. It would have been easier. Um, but it's always been an interesting, like what makes people stay together? You know, you could even, if you're married, say 50, 60 years, even if you have three or four, maybe five bad years over a lifetime, it's a drop right. in the bucket, Right. And that's something I think I will carry with me too. Um, and definitely be, if I'm struggling with something is to take a look at myself first and look at your side of the street, because you can't, you can't put your stuff on somebody else. And, you know, right now I'm trying to be very conscious of not bringing back the past into a new relationship. Right, It's new. So whatever's happening here, then, that's that's a new the past is the past. So yeah. and that's something I think you have to work on, be conscious about and just work on continually shaking
0: that off, mm-hmm. which will lead us to a future conversation. I think we should have that about how you're moving forward and letting go of that past and those fears mm-hmm. to set yourself up to be able to be open to something new.
1: Yep, that's important. So,
0: of course, we're going to have you back and hopefully as a co-host too soon when it works with your schedule, you're so busy, but Kim, thank you so much. Your insight no, thank you. it means the world to everyone. And I know they love to hear your voice, <laughs> soothing and kind. And we love to have you here.
1: Thanks, Lisa. It was good catching up.
0: Yes. You take care.
1: Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Doing Divorce Different. We come around every week, so please hit subscribe so that you can join us each week to delve into all the topics surrounding divorce and children and doing divorce a different way. Go to lisakoski.com to connect with me.